The mic, mic's hot. I know, but like I'm not, I'm really upset with my little paunch that I just discovered. You just discovered the paunch well, that you've just, been growing for months? I thought it was going away. and It, it is, might be going away. It is not going away. The three weeks that I've been at the gym has, look at this. You can't measure, you, you can't measure paunch improvement just by squishing it with your hands. One of our friends calls it a marriage paunch. Who? Uh, Nick. Nick called it a marriage paunch. He, when I showed him my paunch, he's like, oh, you're growing a marriage paunch. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know, but I guess I am. I think I am too, but it's more of like just general loss of muscle everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Gain of fat all over. But you just, just started going to the gym again, so you're going to be like a little beefcake soon. That's my goal. But you're like a little sore boy now. <laughs> I am very sore. I am... Oops. I am very sore. I am not little, and I am not a boy. You are not a boy. You are not little, but you are very sore because you Zumba'd. Yeah, I Zumba'd yesterday. I think that it's important that the world knows that, like, there are moments where, like, I see that you're really happy, um, like, just by yourself, and Zumba is one of those moments. Like, you have a I constant smile on your face the Dude, entire time you I Zumba. Dude, when I went yesterday, I, like, think it's so funny. It's, like, funny to me that I'm trying to do it and sucking. Like, it's, like, funny. I like him laughing at myself and, like, I have, I'm just yeah. so bad at dancing. Like, I my brain doesn't think like that. And I'm literally, like, okay, right arm does this. Le- like, in You're my not head. bad at dance. I think that you just, your coordination, like, yeah, like, My coordination it, is very bad. And yeah. so it's so funny to me to, like, just challenge myself to do it and yeah. like it makes myself laugh so i don't know hey so i know you had the ideas for the episodes la- uh these last couple of weeks but actually i have an idea well no offense but the idea for episodes one and two came straight from your brain as all of smadam's ideas do and i just wrote them wow way to pull back the curtain cool let's do it <laughs> wait do what my idea Oh, did you say you had an idea? I just said I had an idea. Okay, well, let's do it. Oh my god, if this is in the final episode, Julia messed up. Ooh, I kind of want to keep it. Oh no! Ooh, I'm annoyed. <laughs> Haunted houses, creepy marshes, probably graveyards. We live in a world where the paranormal is right next door. Most of us aren't brave enough to explore those spaces. Most of us are too afraid of what we might find, and some of us are paid a small, small amount to do a podcast about that kind of stuff. From Smadam Public Radio and Smadam Productions, you're listening to the Clear Cassettes Podcast. Oh my gosh, I found my knocks, binoculars, I mean just behind the door I sat. Uh, hello, my name is Dr. Bland. I'm trying to reach Miss Dalton. She's called me 96 times and sent me a flurry of texts and Snapchats. Can this stop? Okay, so let's record that again. No, I know you guys thought it was good, but I just didn't feel it. Uh, we're going to do it again. I said we're doing it again! go reporting through the cities of the She saw the figure in her kitchen eating our wheat thins. Is it true you received a phone call from a demon? Look, Aaron, I know it sounds crazy, but Dr. Bland agreed not to press charges if you stop sliding letters underneath his door. This podcast plays out of order, so don't bother going back and listening to older episodes before listening to this one. Just jump right in, be confused for two minutes, and then you'll pretty much get the gist. On our last episode of the Clear Cassettes podcast, we left off in Dr. Bland's office when he told us about his Clear Cassettes. For those of you who did not listen to the first episode because you couldn't find it or because we don't post our episodes in order, we'll back up a bit. 
This podcast was never intended to be a podcast investigating the paranormal. In fact, it was only supposed to be a radio show for the SPR series Your American Life, where I intended to do a follow-up to an episode I did for them last year. That episode featured Dr. Bland, who I followed against his will while he went on a press tour for his book Ghosts Are Not Real and I Judge Whoever Thinks So. Since Dr. Bland was such a skeptic, I decided to interview a real ghost hunter as they went on a paranormal investigation. But it was really boring and nothing really happened, so I decided to scrap that idea and interview Dr. Bland again. Once he made me sign something that told me not to call him more than once a day or poke him on Facebook, he invited me in to meet him at his office. Dr. Bland definitely intrigued me as a character. He was tall and mansplainy and wore glasses and sport coats. He was like many of my exes, but more posh and much more skeptical. It was that skepticism that I found most interesting about him. Also, I'm really sorry to anyone who's listening to this and somehow found the episode from before this one because I'm basically just repeating myself. Hmm, I'll have to talk to Mitch about getting these to play in order. Did you say my name? Even though I'm the producer, I can get on the mic. It's totally cool. I was just saying we should play these in order. It's not a bad idea. Hey, have I told you about my idea for another podcast? I'm Mitch, I'm recording. Oh, sorry. While I was touring with Dr. Bland without him knowing I was there, I attended one of his speeches at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. This clip was previously unheard as I didn't have the time to put it in my Your American Life episode. I also accidentally put the file in a folder that I made in college for Katy Perry singles, but that's beside the point. In this clip, Dr. Bland is giving a speech when something extremely curious happens. I have been working in the field for 15 years, and not once have I encountered with definitive proof any evidence of anything related to ghosts or demons or other paranormal phenomena. Can someone please turn the lights back on? Okay, who did this? Just to recap what happened in this audio clip, Dr. Bland was giving his speech when the lights mysteriously went out. No one was by the light switch, which I know because I was hiding in the back so that Dr. Bland wouldn't see me. When the lights came back on, words were written on his podium in what looked like blood. The words read, You're wrong, with a very scary exclamation point. Even with this mysterious event, Dr. Bland maintained that the whole thing must have been a prank, even though they never could find the source of the power outage or the blood. But that's what Dr. Bland did. He proved the believers wrong. In fact, he got so sick and tired of proving paranormal investigators wrong that he put out a $1 million reward for anyone who found indisputable evidence of any kind of paranormal entity or event. After seven years of submissions, Dr. Bland still hasn't found anything that proved the existence of ghosts, demons, chupacabras, boogeymen, boogeywomen, non-binary boogie people, people who unironically like Africa by Toto, or ghosts. Did I already say ghosts? Aaron, it's good to finally meet you. Yeah, sorry about all the calls. It's fine. And texts, and Snapchats, and LinkedIn messages. Oh, you also have a few messages in your MySpace inbox if you ever check that again. Oh, and sorry about the singing telegram. I didn't even know they still had those. I just couldn't pass it up. It's okay, Aaron. Once I found out you were from SPR, it all made sense. They have a reputation. For being the best? For stalking subjects for your radio shows. Oh. 
Although, I'm not sure how I can be of any use to your show. My stance on the paranormal has not changed since my tour. Have people been sending in proof still? Always. Someone sent in an old VHS today. Would you like to see it? Dr. Bland grabbed a VHS tape that had been sitting out on his desk and popped it into a VHS player he had in his office. After having a good laugh about how old and dumb VHS tapes were, Dr. Bland told me to stop laughing and watch the videotape. It was of a little boy and a little girl. They were playing around in a pile of leaves. When Dr. Bland paused the tape- Did you see it? Yeah! Is that kid wearing little Air Jordans? I'll rewind it. Look in the background. Dr. Bland rewound the tape a little bit and paused it. In the background of the video was a dark figure with a pumpkin head. Oh my gosh! Is that a ghost? Are you sad you have to give them a million dollars now? They're playing in leaves, Aaron. Okay. Meaning it's fall? Oh, right. Aaron, it's Halloween costumes. The pumpkin head is a mask. It even matches up to certain kind of mask that was available at Kmart in the 90s. This is definitely not proof of anything paranormal. After I went down memory lane of shopping at Kmart's back in the day, I realized my podcast would suffer if it kept going like this. Browsing around Dr. Bland's office while he kept asking me when I would leave, I finally came across a peculiar sight. In the corner of his office, he had a small cassette tower with several cassette tapes. Ace of Bass, Coolio, Weird Al. Honestly, it was an odd collection of music. But at the bottom, I noticed there were clear cassettes and clear cases that were only marked with a date and permanent marker. What are these? That's my cassette collection. Some of those tapes are very valuable, so please be careful. No, the clear ones. Oh, those. They're cases I haven't solved yet. So you do have proof. It's not proof. I just haven't figured out how they were faked. They were from back in the day, and I used to have a talk show on AM radio for a little bit. Listeners would send in audio evidence of the paranormal, which I would then prove wrong. Can we listen to one? Miss Dalton, are you ever planning on leaving? Not until I have a full episode's worth. Now, how the hell do we play this thing? Okay, this one was recorded at an exorcism in 2006. It's better if you just listen. Did anyone record American Idol last night? I forgot to program my tape recorder. Father, I reminded you about it yesterday morning. I know, I know, it just slipped my mind. <laughs> Gentlemen, my daughter. American Idol sucks, dick. Right, right, possessed little girl. You know what I'll do? I'm sure if I go to msn.com, it'll say who was eliminated last night. You're nervous about Taylor Hicks, aren't you? Mm, there's just something about his voice. Taylor Hicks will be forgotten about next year! Oh, now don't be rude, demon. Fuck off, that's my thing! I'm supposed to be vulgar because I'm a demon! Father, please, I just want my little girl back. Wow, someone's getting my daughter!
can't believe it. Now, we have no proof that it's real. We did forget about Taylor Hicks. I did always find that peculiar. But I don't get it. Couldn't this be someone just messing with a voice box? I'm sure Kmart sold those too. They did, but this was not that. And there were no speakers of any kind in the room either. How do you know? Because I was the one recording it. <gasps> the father had sent me a recording of his daughter. I went to go see this so-called possession myself. But how is this not proof? You were literally looking at someone who was possessed. There's a perfectly logical explanation for it all. Like? Her father surgically embedded a voice-changing box in her throat and then used makeup to cover it up. Okay, not my best work, but that's why it's a yet-to-be-solved case. I'm just waiting for technology to catch up and give me a tool that will make it possible to identify how they faked this possession. Please, stop staring at me. What started out as a radio story for your American life was slowly turning into something entirely different. Did I just listen to proof of a demon-possessed girl? Or was Dr. Bland right? Was there a logical explanation for everything? I was fortunate enough to cut a deal with him and agree to stop staring at him if he would let me borrow the cassette tapes. I had to hear what else was on those tapes. Luckily, my producer Mitch was the kind of weirdo that had a cassette player still. It's really not that weird. That's Mitch, my producer for the show. Mitch, accept it, it's weird. Cassette tapes? Analog is making a comeback. Alright, so this is the first one. It was recorded by a colleague of Dr. Bland's. Looks like it's from 2008. This is Griffin Smyers recording on behalf of the Bland Research Center and Dr. Bland's radio show, Dr. Bland's Blend of anecdotes, articles, and anything that disproves ghosts. That sounds like an AM radio show. Shh! I'm here with Euphemia Miller and her team of supposed ghost hunters. Paranormal investigators. Right, paranormal investigators. We are currently in the auditorium of the Kemper Center in Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is rumored to be haunted with the ghost of a nun or something. But yesterday they hosted a grade school field trip, so not sure how haunted it really is. The spirits will be able to sense your skepticism, skeptic. Now be quiet. Also, you're ruining my audition tape. What? <laughs> I... Thought you said it was just us in the building. It is supposed to be just us. Miss <laughs> Miller, if this is some sort of joke... Mr. Smyers, I, I don't really believe in this stuff. You don't? But I'm not going to get my own travel channel special by sitting on my ass. Then who is that girl? Euphemia, look, in the corner. Holy shit. You guys are ridiculous. For all we know, this girl got lost on the field trip yesterday. Little girl, don't be afraid. We're just doing some exploring in this not-haunted building. Smyers, get away from her! You want to come with us? How about we wipe away those tears and put a smile on that face, huh? Oh, shit, she's turning around slowly. I can't watch. She's just turning around slowly to be cautious. Holy fucking shit, she's crying blood! Get out! Get out! Get out! Whoa. I know that investigator. You do? They were the ones I was interviewing in the last episode, but I got bored because all they did is take some pictures of an old building and light some incense. Wait, where are you going? I have to go interview them again. 
but I was hoping you could help me do research for my podcast. It's called Smamit. And she's already gone. She never wants to hear about my podcast. It's always about her podcast and about her journalistic integrity and her foreshadowed danger. For those of you who were not able to listen to the episode before this one due to the fact that we play these episodes out of order, I'll briefly catch you up on my experience with the paranormal investigator Euphemia Miller. It was soups boring. We went to some haunted house in Milwaukee and they brought a medium with and like nothing happened. Stories for your American life are barely good enough or legal enough to be on the radio, and even this experience just wasn't cutting it. But curiously, not once did Euphemia mention this experience. I had to probe more, so we met up at a bar nearby her office in Mount Pleasant. Euphemia, thank you for meeting me. Anything for someone who's offering to buy the first round of old fashions. So the other day when I was recording with your crew... (laughs) Boring, right? You thought so too? Yeah, Erin. My job is usually boring. If you had stuck around longer, we were going to show you how to make ghost sounds in post. Wait, you add ghost sounds to your recordings? Aaron, how old are you? 26. Well, I'm 28. I'm old. I've seen way more than you have. It's only two years older. If you want to make it in this world as a ghost hunter, you have to fake it until you make it. And I've been doing this shit for a long time. I actually had a question about that. I recently discovered that you were investigating at the Kemper Center in Kenosha. Oh. That motherfucker. Excuse me? Dr. Bland. He showed you my cassette, didn't he? Yes, we listened to it. That fucker, Bland, said that he couldn't find the tape. I was gonna send that to the Travel Channel. Whoa, I don't know anything about that, but is it real? Or did you add sounds to it too? When I started doing this, Ghost Adventures on Travel Channel was hot. There was a ghost hunter show on sci-fi, ghosts were in, and I wanted a slice of the action. And then one day, I got the bright idea to go investigating at the Kemper Center. Ghost hunters do it every few years. They never find anything. I blame that little shit Griffin. He's probably cursed. The recording ended pretty abruptly. What happened after? I fucking booked it. We saw a little girl crying blood from her black eyes. You know, I didn't even believe in ghosts before that night. Have you ever found anything since? A few times. A ghost touched my butt in a hotel once. But nothing like that. Even though he was an annoying little fucker, I tried to reach out to Griffin to come out with us a few more times. I really think he might be the key to whatever we found. But he won't answer any of my calls. He's threatening harassment and says he's gonna go to the cops. Like, grow up! Right? Like, why do men act like that when you call him a few times? I didn't tell you about it the other day because I didn't want to freak out the medium. Spoiler alert, she was a paid actor. I figured SBR's decent exposure. Uh, Don't put this in your finished product, by the way. I'll have my producer edit it out. But if you want to find some real creepy shit, I'd find that Griffin guy. He's in more of those cassette tapes. He was like Bland's right-hand man until it became too much for him. So my search continued. It appeared as though I needed to go through more of these clear cassettes and find out and find out if this Griffin person was the link between- What the fuck are you doing? Can't you record this later? Oh, uh, sorry, I, I just- Were you- were you gonna get your story and then bounce? Were you too busy to fucking hang out? You haven't even touched your drink. Euphemia, I didn't mean to offend you. Well, I am. I was starting to feel a connection. 
you know what? I'll order us some cheese curds, too. Mm, now we're talking. Just let me turn this off. Hello? I've got my cassette, you little bitch. Euphemia! Uh, hi, Dr. Bland. Aaron? What up? How you been, you skeptic little shit? Euphemia, glad to see you haven't changed much. Well, that sounded condescending as shit, but I don't even care. Because it turns out you lied when you said you didn't have that tape. I never said I didn't have it, I just never got around to copying it. Dr. Bland, I'm so sorry. I think she's going to keep this tape. We're only supposed to have one drink, but they're having happy hour and drinks are really cheap. So, like, it, we're in Wisconsin and they're, like, cheap. And I, like, think she's keeping the tape. I'm keeping the tape. She's keeping the tape. I made a copy of those tapes. What? Aaron, I would have never handed you those tapes without making copies first. Those, those are cases that still have to be solved. I know. Dr. Bland, and you're, like, really tall and douchey, and which is, like, my type, so... Excuse me? I don't know. I really want to help you solve these cases. Tomorrow I'm going to interview Griffin. You find me and give me his address. She shouldn't have that. Not the point. I, I would be cautious interviewing Griffin. But you guys used to work together, right? Aren't you buds? You didn't necessarily leave on amicable terms. That's because you're a dick. Griffin just might have apprehension talking about his time at the Bland Research Center or about the paranormal in general. If you run into any problems, feel free to call me. Mount Pleasant isn't too far away from Chicago and I can easily drive up. The fuck? How do you know where we are? Seeing as how I haven't seen any trailers for Euphemia's ghost-busting team, I figured you still live in the same one-bedroom duplex. Oh, you mother... Well, joke's on you, because I have a Roomba for the one bedroom now. Aaron, please drink responsibly. I want to climb you. Okay, hanging up now. You're right, we have to be professional. That would be appreciated, Aaron. Sweet dreams. Don't want the bed, sports fan. What does that even... Good night. All I'm saying is that this podcast is becoming problematic. Oh, you snowflakes are offended by everything. Not that kind of problematic. Like we have an unethical bad podcast kind of problematic. In Mitch's defense, I asked him when we started this podcast to be my moral compass. When I get really into a story, I tend to bend the rules a bit to keep going. I also drink heavily, pretty often, and that certainly doesn't help my judgment. And honestly, it's been a while since I've been to therapy, so I'm pretty unhinged. And SBR kind of encourages my bad journalistic behavior. Needless to say, I needed someone to challenge me. You think this podcast is already bad? I think as far as journalistic ethics go, we've definitely violated quite a few rules in the code. We've also violated a few crimes. Okay, but WBEZ wasn't even using this microphone. Nope, 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 nope. Let's not delve into it while we're recording. And I'm also nervous about Dr. Bland being the focus of the podcast. But he's so tall and douchey. Yes, but have you talked with other experts in the paranormal field? Dr. Bland might be one of the most hardcore non-believers I've ever met in my field. Also, he gets so hangry on ghost hunts. <laughs> That's Dr. Isaiah Lusk, a professor at Ohio State. 
He heads a very small department that specializes in paranormal and fringe science, and he's worked with Dr. Bland on numerous occasions. In fact, in 2011, they both went on a small Midwest tour debating each other about the existence of spirits. How is the guy? Is he one million dollars in debt yet? Not yet. <laughs> After doing research, you might be the colleague that Dr. Bland has worked most closely with. Despite you two disagreeing so much, why do you think he was open to working with you on so many different projects? Well, that's simple. Bland is kind of an asshole. He's trying to prove me wrong. Hates that he's never been able to change my mind. Do you ever try to change his? I don't change anyone's mind. Ghosts do. I meet former skeptics all the time. You want to know why they're former skeptics? Because they saw a phantom or a ghost touch them. They started dating a spirit. Makes sense, but in Bland's case, he has seen and been around things that he can't explain. I know. It's like he has an unwavering faith in the normal. A ghost could come up to him and kiss him. He'd still not believe it's a ghost. It does seem like that. What do you believe, though? Me? I don't really know. But if a ghost asked you out on a date, you'd believe. Which is good. It's it's healthy. It means you're open to the truth. Thanks? I'm sorry, you just brought up being romantic with a ghost a few times, so I just have to ask. I am dating a ghost right now, yes. Oh. Don't worry, though. We won't ask you to join. We're not like those stereotypical ghost-human relationships. <laughs> she does think you're cute, though. Aw, really? Hmm. She doesn't usually act like this around guests. I'm sorry? She said, there's something you need to know. We'll get back to Isaiah Lusk in a moment, but first, our visit to Griffin Smyers. Ready? Let's do this. Oh, you know what I think we should do? I think we should try to use more cliffhangers in this episode. You think? Just an idea. Also, there's this mattress that wants to advertise, and you're just going into this man's apartment. Aaron, no! This is illegal. I don't care what SBR guidelines say about breaking and entering being a victimless crime. Hello, Griffin Smyers? Aaron, I don't think he's home. Let's go. I'll briefly explain what we're looking at when we first entered Griffin's apartment, which was arguably legal since he left his door unlocked. When we walked in, all the curtains were drawn and every single light was off in the house. The only light in the apartment was a bit of light peeking through the sides of the curtains. The house was older, with thick carpeting and wood paneling on the walls. The apartment was bare with little furniture and nothing on the walls. And there was an odd smell coming from the kitchen. It was an unsettling feeling. What is that smell? We're about to find out. Let me turn on a light. Oh my god! Who the hell are you? You're listening to the Clear Cassettes podcast. We'll be back after this break. Oh, we don't have the sponsor? I thought you said it was a done deal. Mighty. Oh my god! Who the hell are you? At this point, what we discovered was pretty horrifying. In the kitchen, the yellow walls were covered in a dark brownish red liquid. It was straight up blood. Then we saw Griffin for the first time, a blonde blue-eyed man with long hair and a sharp jawline. Oh, and a bloody apron. I almost forgot to mention that. I'm sorry, uh, we just came in and then smelled something bad and was worried and it turned out we were right to be worried because your walls are splattered with what looks like blood and please don't kill me, I haven't finished Breaking Bad yet. 
I'm just kidding. Euphemia called me to tell me you were coming. Kind of our agreement since she wouldn't stop stalking me. Please ignore the mess. Is that blood? Yes. <gasps> of kidney beans. I was making chili and I'm kind of a messy cook, so it got all over the walls. Then why does it smell like death? It has durian in it. You know that really stinky fruit? I thought I'd try something new. Huh. So you're not a creepy killer? Nope. Are you in a cult? Yes. <gasps> I'm kidding. No, ma'am. I love Jesus. Oh, thank God. Well, we thought you'd be scarier. Sorry to disappoint. It's just that you're in that one clear cassette case that Dr. Bland had, so we wanted to ask your side on that day. Oh, I'm afraid you're mistaken, Miss Dalton. Excuse me? I'm not just in that one clear cassette case. I'm in all of them. <gasps> Next on the Clear Cassettes podcast. So it was you that provided all those clear cassettes to Dr. Bland. You bet. But you recorded them when MP3s were a thing. New technology scares me. Ever since she went to that Sideways Face Festival, we started seeing it. A Sideways Face Festival? Wait, you've heard of this thing? Is it true what they say? Was it inspired by a creepy ghost woman who took someone else's face and put it on their own but sideways? No, I'm pretty sure this town just really liked emoticons. Oh. All I'm asking for is like one minute to talk about the idea for my new podcast, Smam It. It might even tie into the stuff that you're investigating into. Yeah, we should totally talk about it sometime. Like now? Kinda busy right now. You're just sitting. Maybe sometime next week eventually? Did you ever tell your listeners what my ghost girlfriend wanted to tell you? Shit, I think I forgot to put it in the episode. What was it again? Okay, I'll tell you one more time. Are you starting to believe in ghosts, Aaron? I don't know, but I might be believing in us. Aaron. Right, keep it professional. Smart. Once the podcast is wrapped up though, right? To protect the identities of our subject, some of the names have been changed in this podcast. We don't do this very often. Actually, we've only done it once, and I don't even think it was for this episode. Wait, was there another show I did it for? Because it wasn't my name that was changed. My name is actually Aaron. Wrap it up, Aaron. I'm just wondering now, have we ever changed the names to protect our subject? Like, do I have to read this? Okay, I'm turning off the mic. Wait, wait, wait. Thank you for listening to the Clear Cassettes Podcast. Please email mattress companies you know to sponsor us. This episode was Clear Cassettes, written by Alec Valadez. This episode featured me, Julia Mercer, Jacob Barbeau, Kristen Phillips, Ryan Sitzberger, and this guy, who... What are you doing, Alec? Catching a skitty. Almost got him. And we good. Gotcha. Ooh, first catch of the day. Nice. What's up? This episode featured me, Julia Mercer, Jacob Barbeau, Kristen Phillips, Ryan Sitzberger, and I'm trying to ignore right now that he's being extremely loud while I'm trying to read the credits, Alec Valadez. I'm not being loud. I haven't said a single thing. What are you doing? Uh, I may or may not be trying to catch a Pokemon. Do you have to be doing that right as I'm trying to do credits? Well, I'm trying to get like my like my seven day streak, so and like I'm trying to like earn some rewards um oh i guess yeah i guess i could probably not but i already i'm in the middle of it you know all right the music in this episode was mr mole and son by blue dot sessions drone rider by inner struggle gears spinning by poddington bear 
Nocturne OP27 by Poddington Bear, and Anthem by Evan Schaefer. And the original parody of the Black Tapes theme song, Kingdom of the Universe by Ashley Park, was written by me, Julia Mercer. Alec, this, I can't help but notice this is the third week in a row that we've sat down to do credits. We said, we're going to do credits now, and you're playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. You're, you're distracted. I think, I honestly, I'm concerned about it too. I might have, like, attention dis- to like ADD or something. Like, I think that we should... Well, I'm just going to keep going. Did this sound familiar to you? That's because we were lovingly parroting the Black Tapes podcast, a fictional podcast set up as an investigational story about ghost hunters. Def recommend if you haven't listened to it yet. You know, like, it's just like... I don't even... I just... I it's just, always an excuse. I think... It's o- it doesn't even make sense here. And the, the thing is, like, how do we even know if it's a problem? You know, like, who yeah, is you, it a problem? Who is it a problem it. for? You, That's what I want to know. I think this is some type of um, emotional abuse. No. you just, like... I don't think never I don't up, think you're being I don't know if that's true. Are you accusing me of gaslighting you're you again? On, you're are you on doing, the mic. Are you doing you're what? You're on the mic. I no. You don't have to be <laughs> Other episodes of Can We Start a Podcast can be found wherever you found this episode. If you like what you were do Okay, okay. Alex. Yeah, that's some pretty high pitched clicks. <laughs> I should probably turn you know what I if can you do? Like, I can you probably can turn the sound off, yeah. or you can literally throw that phone out the fucking window and never play Pokemon Go again. Okay, well I don't know where you get if the you money. If you like to what buy- we're doing, Ooh. take a minute to log into iTunes and leave "Can We Start a Podcast" a rating and review. You can help support what we do by. Oh sh- shit! I try to turn off the sound effects, but I turn on the music. Hold on. You can help support what we do by visiting our Patreon page at oh, patreon.com slash Productions. This has to be the shittiest credits we've ever done. Uh, like, this is really disorganized and bad. Okay, 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 okay. Shout I, out I, to our current patrons. They are the reason we've been able to sound better this season. You wrote this. Alec wrote and edited this episode, but he clearly. That's why I need a break. That's why I need a break. My brain is fried. This was a and lot of, course, of work. If you like this podcast, you can check out our other episodes and our other work, all available at smadamproductions.com. I had a exiting Pigo on board. <laughs> I feel like this credits was a parody of what credits should be. <laughs> <laughs> like, very shitty. <laughs> very shitty. A lot of arguing. Yeah. Just not good. When will we get it together?